Hello beautiful people and welcome back to Sunday Vibes with Queen M. Thank you so much for joining me today and whilst we're here we're going to take a moment to be present before we dive into today's topic which is environment versus willpower. So take a deep breath, relax your shoulders, relax your jaw as we ease into today's topic, environment versus willpower. So today I'm going to dive into the conversation of environment, the effect of your environment in your growth versus willpower. Is it the spaces that we're in and the people that we're surrounded by and the influences we're exposed to that make who we are? Or is it discipline? Is it consistency? Is it dedication? Is it is it that willpower that takes us where we want to go? Because it is such an age-old question. Is it bloom where you are planted or go where you are watered? Do you know what I mean? Bloom where you are planted means regardless of the environment you're in. Bloom. You know, it's like the odds may be against you, but fight your battles. It doesn't matter where you are. You don't need to change your environment. You don't need to get out of a certain space. You need to bloom where you are. The analogy is often used in spaces where, let's say, you're in a workspace that you feel is suffocating you, or you're in a friendship, or a relationship, or a marriage, which I feel I'm not qualified to speak over, for I'm not married, but we all get to a point where we are in an environment where we're saying, I'm suffocating, and I cannot survive, and my highest self, the person I'm supposed to be, is not going to come up because I'm in the wrong space. A lot of people tend to say that sometimes you need to get out of a certain space to know who you are and and to release the fruits of yourself. And I am not choosing environment or willpower. I am rather bringing the discussion to the table so that we realize that both both things are needed at times because you can be in situations where Bloom where you're planted will not work. You're in a space where you're fighting for your life, but there's nothing coming out of it because there is no one around you. You're not surrounded by destiny helpers. You are not motivated. You are not encouraged. You are not loved. You're not seeded into. The space in itself is suffocating you. There are a lot of people that come from families that are broken and they may feel like as they were imme- immense or immersed in those systems or situations, they could not be loving themselves. They could not get into that space where they expose themselves to better things. Because when you come from a broken place and you're trying to heal whilst still immersed or still immersed within that atmosphere, it might take a lifetime. But... A lot of the times you hear the statement, bloom where you're planted. And I think it just means that sometimes you have no choice. You may hate the job you're in, but for the mean teen time, (laughs) I always used to say that when I was younger, for the mean teen time, you need to survive. 
So bloom where you're planted. I believe bloom where you're planted is an analogy that is talking about survival. It's talking about, you know, getting into a space and realizing that there is no way out for me here. So I might as well look inwards. And that is a very hard place to be because you cannot throw a seed on hard parched land and expect it to bear fruits. But sometimes you're going to have to work against the odds because that is where you have been planted. A lot of people feel like they can't survive in Zimbabwe. So they travel out of Zimbabwe and they get jobs and they do what they do. Or a lot of people feel like they can't thrive in certain jobs and then they get another job. But what of the people that don't have the option or the resources or the privilege to leave the country? Do you know what I mean? Like there's some of, there's some of us who choose to stay and then there's some of us who stay not by choice but because we have no choice and then there's some of us who are are afforded the privileges we are afforded the privileges to depart to explore to go out there put our best foot forward so as you are in a space where you cannot get out let's take the typical Zimbabwean who cannot exit the economy you know who cannot get a visa and and leave to greener pastures as people like to say it what then happens to that specific person? What about the person who's graduated and they have their degree, but they're failing to find a job? They still have to survive, don't they? So bloom where you're planted is an analogy of survival. And a lot of us are in a, in a cycle and, and in a system where we're realizing that we might have to survive against all odds. And I'm talking in reality to everything. You could have been born into a family where love was not celebrated. But you yourself have to teach yourself how to step out of that environment, put yourself out there and learn to love from scratch. It is, it is such a, a complex approach because bloom where you're planted is aggressive. It's very passive aggressive. It's saying, what are you doing with what you have until you get to a place you want to be in? What of the people that have nothing like if you ask me, what am I doing with what I have? What do I have? Do you know what I mean? Like, there are people who are saying, I don't have anything. So you're asking me to work with nothing. But unfortunately, that is the reality of a lot of us. And bloom where you are planted is something that we don't have a choice. We have to kind of do that. And then it comes, go where you are watered. Before we leave the bloom where you're planted analogy there are also spaces where now how do we approach a situation where you're in a relationship you're in a marriage you're at a job you're in a family where everything is absolutely working against you and the people around you are telling you to bloom where you're planted now that kind of survival can ruin a person's reality can shatter self-image and can bring a person to a place of barrenness because they're crying out for help saying the job I'm currently working is taking too much from me and you're saying how is everyone else doing it you have to keep fighting for your life okay the partner I have chosen is not ideal for me they're not loving me they're not seeding into me that's what relationships are about you have to keep fighting okay the environment that I'm in is not promoting the results that I feel I'm destined for keep fighting keep fighting keep fighting there is a time to fight and there is a time to be at ease there is a time to put down your weapons and say listen 
I cannot live my whole existence fighting to prove a point that there are fruits here. I have scavenged this land and realized there is nothing for me here. And I think it's the hardest reality to kind of come into when you realize that you cannot bloom where you're planted, regardless of how desperately you might want to do so or how much you feel like you fought. I know so many people who have been in spaces where they were fighting all the time, fighting for survival, myself included. But everyone else is saying, come on, why are we not seeing results? Why are you not getting to a place of abundance? Why are you not getting to a place of completion or fruition? And they don't realize that sometimes you're planted in spaces where you cannot bloom because of the environments. And it becomes detrimental because according to whose narrative are we saying I cannot bloom? So it's so important to get to a place where you realize, okay, in this battle, I might not win this battle. So I need to be at ease and know which battles to fight. And then comes the analogy that says, go where you are watered. It is one thing to realize I cannot bloom where I'm planted. And it's another thing to go where you are watered. Because if you've lived in a trauma reality for most of your life, And we experience this in so many ways because people are born into terrible families. People get into terrible relationships. They have terrible friendships. They have terrible jobs and terrible workspaces. So sometimes you don't even know how to identify with the place of abundance. Because you're not operating from a place of abundance. Because you've been in survival mode your whole life. So now it's coming to the chat that says, how do you go from bloom where you're planted realizing that's not for me and going to a place where you go where you're watered and i think there's a time and place for everything there really is a time to bloom where you're planted regardless of how barren the land may look and there's a time to go where you're watered there's so many different realities for all of us in this world and once we realize that we don't have to leave the same story do we realize that it's okay to be different it's okay to walk a different path There's someone who realizes that Zimbabwe is not for them and they have to go to the UK. And they go to the UK and they thrive, right? And there's someone who realizes that this relationship was not for me and they leave that relationship and they go to another one and they thrive. Someone who realizes this job is not for me and they leave that job and get another job and they start to thrive. Sometimes environment is detrimental to our growth and sometimes willpower is vital there are times where environment no matter how hard you try your environment will not allow you to go anywhere because you're surrounded by limitation you're surrounded by barrenness you're surrounded by lack and no matter how much willpower you have if the people that are in your life if the spaces and circumstances and everything in your life is literally at a default of a minus operating from a negative spectrum i'm telling you you could have all the willpower in the world but you cannot fight because you can't get out and then there are places where you have a perfect environment you have the love you have the the grace you have the opportunities and you have everything but you are lacking willpower so no matter how amazing your surroundings will be the fact that you're not willing to be able 
to do something means that you're not going to move. So it kind of bottles down to a balance between the two. And my conversation is kind of going into a direction where I'm saying environment is important. Willpower is important. But there are always going to be times where we might not have the luxury of having both environment and willpower. So when your environment is terrible, fight with your willpower until you can create or get to or escape to or find a better environment because you cannot give in to the lack of both. And in the spaces where your willpower is low, find an environment that helps you to kind of to kind of keep it moving, to kind of keep it pushing. You know, I'm always talking about destiny helpers. The friends we keep are so important because there are times where we're going to let ourselves down. There are times where we're going to fall short. There are times where we're going to set goals and we're going to feel unworthy of the result. And that's when destiny helpers come in. That's when the friends that say, I will pray with you. I will pray for you. Remember the story in the Bible of the person who was sick and the friend's faith helped Jesus to heal the person because they literally carried the person and lowered the person through the roof. It was, there are times where you might need the people around you to carry you through and it's their faith, their belief, their efforts, their encouragement, their presence that will get you through and you're just lying there saying, I can't get up that's where destiny helpers come in we have situations where we have stagnancy partners people in our lives who literally help us to stay in the same place because hey we've been here before we know this space so why would we dare go forward we need to be careful of the people that want to hold on to us because they identify with a previous version of us it is so hard to do better when people are used to an old version of you it is so hard to fight for better to become better to get on that journey to be a different person when the people around you are saying how dare you try to be anything else when we know you're this 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 we're always going to be fighting a battle with the people around us because they have expectations based on the results that we have given them based on the people we have been in the past. So they're working on the information feed that we gave them. And it was it it low-key is our responsibility because if you've lied in the past and you are constantly a liar, earning people's trust to become honest is not easy. Just because you've said, I've decided to become an honest person doesn't mean people have to believe you. But at the end of the day, you also don't have to constantly be proving a point. You just have to live your truth. So we need to get to a place where we live not for the praise of man because we're trying to become better. So stagnancy partners are people that are so used to an old version of us that they might fight the person we're trying to become. And this might even be ourselves. We might be so used to an old version that we ask ourselves, how dare you try to be better? How dare you try to get to a place of wholeness, of fullness, of being better and of doing better? I remember there was the Oreo analogy that I think I saw on an Instagram reel. This man said, I told my wife that I have an addiction to Oreos. And if I see Oreos, I will eat the whole thing. Forgetting the health journey that I'm on, 
the healthy living, the healthy eating and everything. And the wife bought the Oreos, put them in the pantry and figured he's a grown man. He's not going to eat all the Oreos. He should have self-restraint. He should, he should, you know, respect himself that much. And when the man opened the cupboard and he saw the Oreos the first time. So now the analogy is the Oreos are the environment and he is showing willpower. As a person who has been managing his addiction thus far, seeing the Oreos will trigger him. But he has willpower. But opening the cupboard consistently and seeing the same thing that you know you've been trying to remove from your life, opening the cupboard and him seeing those Oreos every single time, eventually his willpower diminished. Every single time he opened the cupboard and saw the Oreos, opened the pantry and saw the Oreos, eventually he was like, okay, is there anyone watching? I could just have one. I mean, they're there already, right? And the moment he had one, he thought, what about if I have one more? Okay, I'm just going to eat the whole thing and start all over again tomorrow because clearly I felt today. And it's kind of showing how without destiny helpers, we can have people that work against our progress, that work against our future, not sometimes intentionally, sometimes unintentionally, but people might underestimate the way certain behaviors or certain atmospheres may discredit the progress we've made in our lives. And we need to be mindful of the environments we allow the people around us to expose us to because it is detrimental to our progress. So you could be doing so well, but because your friends are liars, you could be doing so well on your journey of not lying, but because your friends are liars, it kind of pulls you back into that space because that's the environment that you're in. So no matter how hard you're trying to change, to be better, you're constantly being exposed to a space where the people around you are constantly lying. We, we, we're allowed to outgrow people. We're allowed to outgrow spaces. We're allowed to outgrow environments. And in, in accepting that reality, you will even get to a space where admiration is beautiful but there's a thin line between admiration and envy as you're trying to do better for yourself someone could be in your space who's saying listen i admire what you're doing and then eventually they'll be like okay you might be doing a little too much because now you've 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 come to a space where you might be outgrowing them and you might have to leave that space for the sake of your wellness I'm always saying if I stop being a friend with someone because of a character trait or personality trait that they possess that I do not like or want to be associated with, it is not because they are a terrible person. It's not because they're terrible. No, 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 no. It is because they remind me of the part of myself that I am not trying to give the time of day. So if I have a friend who's a liar and I outgrow that person, it is not because they're such a terrible liar. Listen, that's them and their cross. Who am I to judge? You know, but being around liars, I'm using the analogy of lying, but you can use whatever it is you want to use to kind of talk about whatever your vices are. But we all have different vices, but I'm just using a basic analogy of lying 
if I'm constantly around liars and I need to get out of that space, it means that they remind me of a part of myself that I am trying to work on. It is not that they're terrible people or that they are not. Yes, they might not be good for me and I'm removing myself from that space. But it's so not about them. In that moment, it's so not about me judging them or anything. It is about me identifying with the fact that I needed to do better and I needed to space in to step into a space of fullness. So the analogy of willpower versus environment is, is such a complex complex topic because we really need to be careful of the environments that we place ourselves into. But we're not always we're not always privileged enough to curate environments for ourselves. Listen, we don't choose our families. We don't choose our work environment sometimes. We don't choose, you know, we get to choose our friends. We get to choose our lovers and everything. But we don't choose how our lovers become when they are toxic. We don't choose who our friends are on their darkest days. So there's so many environments that we get immersed into that we have no control over. And in those spaces, we need to exercise willpower. You might not be able to exit that environment at that point in time, but you might have to work on yourself until a time at which you are in a different environment. You need to understand that there's so many times in our lives where we give excuses. There are people out there who know that this the life that they have is the only life that they will get to live, so they need to make the best of it. So saying I'm waiting until I get this, I'm waiting until I get that to become this person could be an excuse. But whenever we are in an environment that is above our power to change, willpower must come into play. And whenever willpower is down, we must be so conscious of the environment that we put ourselves in because that will determine if we will keep going. The people around us, if they're going to carry us through, help us through. No man is an island. I'm always saying, no man is an island. You could say, um, I am self-made, I don't need people, I am doing this by myself. But at some point in time, if not at all points in time, we're constantly interacting and engaging with people. Not saying we are at the mercy of the influence of other people, but we are also at the mercy of the interactions that we expose ourselves to. So what I'm trying to highlight is the argument of bloom where you are planted and go where you are watered. We don't always have a choice to go where we're watered. Sometimes we have no choice but to bloom where we're planted. And sometimes we cannot bloom where we are planted because the seed has been thrown on parched land. There is no possibility of blooming there. And we have to fight to get a different environment. And there are times where you cannot go where you're watered, so you have to bloom where you're planted. Even if blooming is ever so small, ever so insignificant in the grand scheme of things, you have to change in somewhat way. So 
in essence, I'm just trying to say environment is just as important as willpower. But more often than not, we do not have the privilege to have both. We may have a great environment, but really low willpower. We may have high willpower, but have a terrible environment. The beauty of willpower is it is like a muscle. We exercise it and we get to a place where we've mastered it. But even the master of masters, without repetition and discipline and accountability, can fail at mastery. So we need to know which one is working in our favor at every point in time. Is it my environment that is my advantage or is it my willpower? If it is my environment, then maximize, maximize how you take advantage of your destiny helpers, of your work environments, of your friendships, of your family bonds, of your mentors, of your everything of your God, everything that you have access to that is beautiful and can elevate your persona, maximize it. And when it is your willpower that is your only weapon, fight for your life. Be accountable. Be disciplined. Learn to show up for yourself. Because I am learning time and time again that life is constantly in motion. And, and emotions are also always at play. And I'm always saying, um, I was a young adult when I realized emotions are energy in motion. So they're meant to be felt as they pass through, as they evolve, as they circle in one place, as they're released, etc, etc. But life is in motion and it is not every time that you're going to be the master of your destiny. You have to yield sometimes to circumstance. You have to yield to disadvantage. You have to yield to lack. You have to yield to so many things. But that does not mean that is the end of the story. Find the advantage. Find the loophole and keep it moving. Because not everyone is privileged to go where they are watered. And not everyone is privileged enough to bloom where they are planted. But in every situation, there is always something that can be done. So we need to be mindful. First and foremost, to be mindful of the spaces we expose ourselves into. Let us pray for healthier workspaces. Pray for healthier bonds. Pray for healthier friendships. Pray for healthier connections for destiny helpers. And at the same time, we need to work on ourselves, on our willpower, on our accountability, on our consistency, on our discipline, because without that muscle, we could get everything we prayed for and still not have the capacity to maintain the blessing that we sought. So it's something that is constantly playing in my mind as of late, environment versus willpower, because sometimes I get so frustrated as to why am I still in the space that I'm in, I could be doing so much better, I could be doing so much more. And then sometimes I'm like, why am I not putting in the work that I know I need to be putting in? So it's never one or the other. Sometimes it's environment, you feel suffocated. And sometimes you realize you're suffocating yourself. (laughs) And it's such a deeper chat than the surface scrapping that I've done right now. But all I'm saying is, 
we need to be mindful of the environments as we're growing, as we are moving. The environments we're in are so detrimental. The workspaces we're in, we spend most of our times at work. The lovers we choose. A lover can make or break you. The friendships we choose. There is such a thin line between admiration and envy. There are people that bring stagnancy. There are people that are attached to us through trauma bonds. And then there are people that will help us get through. We need to be mindful of the spaces and the people that we expose ourselves to. And we really need to exercise the muscle called willpower. So... In essence, really, the chat between environment and willpower is so diverse and so deep and so broad. But the bottom line is, we might be able to bloom where we're planted, or we might not. We might be able to go where we're watered, or we might not. But at, in, at every point in time, you will have one of those four options. Bloom where you're planted, or you cannot bloom where you're planted. But you can go where you're watered. Or you cannot go where you're watered. But you can bloom where you're planted. You are, you have to figure out what is it that I can take advantage of at this point in time. And how can I move forward. I'm in a space where I'm having a lot of internal frustrations with myself. Internal frustrations with environments. Internal frustrations with connections. Internal frustrations with bonds, ties. And the spaces I've, I've exposed myself to. The people I've exposed myself to and I am doing a recap and a reconciliation to say how has this benefited me? How has this space benefited me? How has this bond benefited me? How have I brought myself to a place of lack or how have I brought myself to a place of abundance or how have I put everything together to create something beautiful? I think we need to do that recap as we're going into a new year. Obviously, the whole New Year, New Me thing is a bit cliche, but we're saying let's reconcile so that we can figure out a way to move forward. Because I want better for myself. And I'm assuming, if you're listening to this podcast, there's a self-help, self-betterment, self-development, a little bit of joking around, (laughs) a little bit of humor, a little bit of calming aura, a little bit of healing energy. And a whole lot of God's presence. But if you're listening to this podcast, I also believe you really just want to be in a better space. So I pray we continue on this journey together. I just felt compelled to speak on willpower versus environment. And there is not one that weighs more than the other. They are both equal on the scales. And we're constantly torn between the two. But if you're privileged enough to have a beautiful environment... And amazing willpower. Please take advantage of it. It is such a rarity. But even if you're privileged to be exposed to a good environment. Take advantage of it. If you're privileged to have the discipline of willpower. Take advantage of that too. And the beautiful thing about willpower is it's a muscle that can be exercised. So even if you don't have it, you can attain it. As opposed to an environment. We're not so... Uh, We're not so powerful to constantly control environments. We can be blessed enough to be in beautiful environments. We can be more conscious of the environments we allow ourselves to be into. We can reflect and reconcile and be more mindful of the spaces we enter into. But it is so much harder to control environments as it is to control willpower. So I believe that 
we're on a journey. <laughs> we have a long way to go. But I have faith. And I hope you have faith too. Thank you so much for tuning in to Sunday Vibes with Queen M. I am absolutely blessed and humbled. I remember last week I couldn't put up my episode because the person I wanted to feature was not available. And I had so many people asking me, why did you not upload an episode on your podcast, even at work? And I was like, oh my goodness. (laughs) First of all, I was really giddy and excited that there are people who have tuned into my frequency and absolutely love my content and are waiting in anticipation for the next episode and secondly i was absolutely humbled by the fact that i speak and there are people that listen and there are people that are entertained and there are people that are calmed and there are people that just like this space this environment that i've created and i do hope and pray that i'll be of more value to everyone in this space going forward but thank you so much for tuning in to sunday vibes with queen m remember I'm constantly learning, I'm constantly evolving, I am also a victim of circumstance, environment and willpower, <laughs> but I may change my mind, I may, say, I may say something you might not agree with, I may not be in sync with you at a certain point, but allow me to be human, allow me to exist in the motions, this is a space of self-expression from me to you, and I hope it is serving its purpose, but thank you so much for tuning in, and I will see you next Sunday, Erin and 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 <laughs> i'm running out of english data bundles but lastly remember be kind but take no shit